and welcome to the Not Your Type podcast, aimed to uplift and empower everyone in the diabetic community, from supporters to professionals, and of course, those living with it. Hello, and welcome to the Not Your Type podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Gothi, Miss Iowa 2023. Wow, it has been a while. I feel like I'm always saying that when opening the podcast anymore, but it really has been quite some time. These past few months have honestly been extremely busy for me, not only with the holidays, but when I became Miss Iowa, I figured I could easily stick to my organized schedule of episodes every other week. Because if I could do it as a full-time teacher and local title holder within the Miss America opportunity, I could do it as Miss Iowa, right? But between traveling to my events, the events themselves, being my own business manager, a brand ambassador, and preparing for Miss America, which we will talk about, the podcast was put on the back burner. I, of course, still have some episodes and interviews in the vault for you, but regardless, I knew we could not end 2023 without another recap episode. Despite the last two to three months we've had off, we have taken some really significant strides with the Not Your Type podcast that I'm so excited about and that are definitely worth celebrating and reflecting upon. So come with me for this episode as we look back on this glorious year together and the year to come. We will be playing off once again the Spotify-wrapped concept where we break down our stats by the numbers, our favorite memories, and our goals for 2024. Isn't it so crazy to say 2024? I feel like I just got used to 2023. If you would like to connect with me to share some of your favorite episodes or moments, you can follow me on Instagram at MissAmericaIA or at NotYourTypicalT1D. Let's get started, shall we? Breaking down the stats for our podcast, our top episode, which happens to be my favorite episode, is called Making the Impossible Possible with Miss America 1999, Dr. Nicole Johnson. Now, this was a bucket list item for me, not only to have her on the podcast, but just to meet her was so thrilling and exciting and so humbling. Nicole Johnson has always been a role model for me, especially in the pageant world, because she is the first and so far only Miss America to have diabetes. Now, I say until me, we will see what happens in just a few short weeks, but it's still so monumental for the diabetes community to see that representation. Now, even though it was almost 25 years ago, It's still so important that we continue to uplift her legacy and her story, especially as the landscape of diabetes has changed. And that's what I plan to do as Miss America 2024, if given the opportunity, is not only expand her legacy, but show how those changes have impacted the diabetes community. And I'd be so happy to have my first podcast episode of 2024 be as Miss America 2024. So that's definitely my favorite. And that was also our most listened to. Our total minutes of content have expanded. Last year, we had two hours, 30 minutes, and 53 seconds. This year, we had five hours, two minutes, and four seconds. So we are up two hours, 31 minutes, and 11 seconds from 2022. How amazing is that? We are also up for our number of guests and episodes. Last year, we had five guests. This year, we've had six published, one unpublished one, so a total of seven, and they will be one of our first guests of 2024, so just wait. We had a total of 15 episodes, 
we got off track a little bit with that brief hiatus, but being able to post every other week or at least once a month for most of the year is a huge accomplishment for me. That was one of my big goals that I set for myself was to be consistent with this podcast in 2023. And I'm really proud to say that for the most part, we have done that. And our genre that we have mainly fulfilled falls within testimonial and educational. As an educator and someone who loves to uplift others' voices, that makes my heart just so happy. We've also reached eight countries possibly more at this point, and thousands of downloads. Those numbers, whether it be the amount of content, guests, or number of people who have listened, is far beyond my wildest dreams when I started this. I honestly was content with having my parents as listeners and no one else. But knowing that this resonates with so many people as a podcast lover and podcast host, editor, producer, writer, is the most rewarding thing. Now, to stay within the vein of diabetes, let's talk a little more about the impact diabetes has in a given year. For my friends living with type 1 diabetes, these stats are also reflective for you. In 365 days, on average, you lose 208 hours of sleep because of diabetes, whether that be low or high blood sugars, complications. And on top of that, since I wear a continuous glucose monitor but no insulin pump, I took roughly 1,460 insulin injections. If you don't like getting shots at the doctor, diabetes can be tough. I still don't like getting shots at the doctor, but it's something you have to live with. I am excited that with 2024, Freestyle Libre will likely pair with an insulin pump very soon, and I'm very much looking forward to trying that new venture for myself in the future. Now, my total as of Christmas, which was yesterday, I have lived with type 1 diabetes for 4,508 days. I was diagnosed on August 22nd, 2011, and since then, I have lost roughly 2,500 hours of sleep and over the course of my diabetes journey have taken more than 31,500 insulin injections. That is far too many. There have been a lot of great advancements that you can read about including new clinical trials that are happening, research that has been presented, ways to potentially delay the onset of type 1 diabetes, which is really exciting. But we still have a ways to go. There were a lot of wins and challenges facing me and my diabetes this year, but one of the biggest wins had to have been when I was crowned Miss Iowa 2023. Now, there is a whole episode called The Highs and the Lows that you can go check out that describes a few of my highs and lows that happened only two weeks apart from each other. And I'll get into more of those in a little bit, but I want to focus on the impactful year I've already had as Miss Iowa. I was crowned June 10th, 2023. And for the past six months, I have traveled more than 33,000 miles across the country, visiting seven states, 52 of our 99 counties in Iowa, and completing thousands of hours of service. All of that has contributed to my larger goal of leaving a legacy for those who didn't feel welcome in this organization. I never saw myself in a Miss Iowa. So getting to make history as the first known diabetic Miss Iowa is such a full circle moment for me. I have traveled a total of 53,000 miles within the Miss America opportunity to advocate for type 1 diabetes in the diabetes community at large. 
going internationally with that work. And it's been so rewarding to see that come to fruition as Miss Iowa competing for the title of Miss America. Now, I want to share with you a few of my favorite memories since I haven't been on here in a while. Number one, one of my favorite memories has to be the reaction from the diabetes community. At almost every event, I have someone who sees my CGM or hears about my service work and they share their personal connection to this disease, whether it's a loved one, a friend, or they themselves have it. But especially when I get to work with our youth, I am always blown away by how resilient and passionate they are about this cause. One moment in particular sticks out to me, and that's when a young girl who was recently facing bullying at school for her diabetes came to a Miss Iowa local competition that I was at and specifically came to meet me, the Miss Iowa with diabetes. And after I spoke with her in the lobby for a little bit, she turned to her mom afterwards and said, if she can do that with diabetes, then I can do anything I set my mind to. And that always makes me emotional because that's what I needed when I was her age. And getting to see that in the younger generation is exactly why I do what I do. It's why I compete for Miss America. It's why I advocate for diabetes. So people have role models and can see themselves in successful positions that they might not have seen before. I've had countless interactions just like that one, and I cannot wait to tell the judges more about that at Miss America because it always warms my heart and reminds me of why I do what I do. My other favorite memory had to have been National Diabetes Awareness Month this year because I had so many fun projects in store that I was able to do because I was Miss Iowa. Number one, I was finally able to author my proclamation for our state recognizing Diabetes Awareness Month. I've wanted to for years, but was too scared. And having Miss Iowa as a confidence boost really helped me in getting that finished and recognized in a state that felt like it was discrediting me or ignoring me for too long. Also, during National Diabetes Awareness Month, I was able to fundraise and continued a tradition from last year, which was our blue out, where I had pictures from all across the country of people in their T1D blue sent to me, put in a collage, and this year, I upped the ante by putting it on a billboard in Times Square. Now, New York City is one of my favorite places because I am a huge Broadway nerd, so being able to get that recognition in such a huge place in the largest city in the United States still blows me away that I was even able to do that, and it's something I will forever cherish. And my third favorite memory, because the best things come in threes, preparing for Miss America. That's what's been taking up so much of my time. I cannot believe I have this opportunity. I'm still pinching myself, but getting to show other people that despite the obstacles that are put in their path or the circumstances beyond their control, that they can still accomplish their dreams is the reminder that I'm carrying with me as I prepare and as I go on to compete knowing that I'm representing something so much bigger than myself. I not only get to represent my state that I love, but I get to represent those people. Going back to our highs and our lows, I want to talk about some of the wins and challenges that I have faced throughout this year besides Miss Iowa. Obviously, that is 
a pretty significant win. But another win is I've continuously lowered my A1C, which has been great, especially with another whole year with my CGM. This is my second full year having my continuous glucose monitor, and it's continuously showing me how beneficial it is and necessary it is to diabetes management. So it's another reminder that this is something we need to advocate for for all people living with diabetes who want one. I've also continued my reach with other partners. I've continuously partnered with the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, American Diabetes Association, Iowa Diabetes is another new partner, and I also recently worked with Friends for Life. I am so grateful that I was able to go to Orlando, Florida about a month after I was crowned Miss Iowa and meet people with diabetes from around the world. I think the farthest someone traveled was from Australia. So cool. And there were so many great sessions. I learned so much, but ultimately that connection is what I really thrive on. And connection is one of my core values. So getting to really connect and listen to uplift other type 1 diabetics voices, especially through this podcast and as Miss Iowa having been newly crowned at that point was such a win in my book. There were also some challenges. Diabetes consistently changes and That's no different, especially this year as I took a hiatus from teaching to serve as Miss Iowa. And with Miss Iowa, there's a new schedule every single day. I'm someone who loves a routine. I loved the routine that came with teaching. So that took a big learning curve for my diabetes. But if anything, it's made me even more dedicated and focused, especially since I am representing the diabetes community at the state and now national level as I go on to compete for Miss America. So if anything, I'm that much more dedicated to my disease. Another big challenge was my brother was diagnosed two weeks after I was crowned Miss Iowa. In June, at 26 years old, he was in DKA, finding out that he has type 1 diabetes just like me, my father, and my grandmother. Luckily, he is doing amazing now. He just got another new dog, and you can actually hear his story on our episode called A Family Affair, where I interview my brother, Zach. That's a really great episode. It makes me emotional when I listen back, so I would definitely recommend it if you have a newly diagnosed person in your family or a loved one who is, or you have multiple people with diabetes in your family. To move away a little bit from diabetes, I want to look at 2024. Now that we have recapped last year, Let's look at the year ahead of us. I'm someone who is always looking forward and striving to achieve new goals, and that's why I love the end of the year, so you can really reflect and find ways to start again. So these are a few typical end-of-the-year antics that I like to participate in. Number one being a word of the year. I started this in 2022 and found it really helped me stay focused and grounded in what I was trying to achieve, even if that word changes its meaning over time or the word itself changes. In 2022, my word was limitless, limitless opportunities, limitless growth. I was really focused on opening doors for myself, and that word really worked. So in 2023, my word of the year was elevate to increase, strengthen, or expand upon to reach a higher status. Now, I think we accomplished that based on everything we just talked about. Knowing all of that and where I'm at with my life, my word of the year for 2024 is pretty simple. Lead. Lead with authenticity, with devotion, confidence. Lead in the face of adversity and leading in the pursuit of helping others. I have opened doors for myself. I have seen the limitless opportunities available. I have elevated my work to 
new heights in ways I could never have imagined. And those words will still live with me. But now I feel I am able to lead the way and lead in all avenues of my life. And that's a really exciting turning point. So I'm going into 2024 feeling confident as a leader and as someone who can lead by uplifting others. If you are looking to start a word of the year or you normally have one and are stuck on what to choose, I literally Googled word of the year ideas. Now I came up with lead on my own because that is a very simple one and it came to me. But with my other two word of the years, I Googled them and found one that really resonated. There's no right way to do it. Whatever one speaks to you most and will help you stay focused in all your goals. Now, speaking of goals and resolutions, you've all heard of New Year's resolutions and how most of them fail, but I have some tips for you as well as sharing my own goals for 2024 and see if any of those resonate with you as well. Now, how can you set goals? It's one thing to say, I want to eat healthier food, but that's not very specific or might not be that attainable if you have no parameters around it to help you. I love setting SMART goals. So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So for an example, one of my main goals is always to prioritize my diabetes and my health. That was a goal of mine last year, and I feel I really did it because I set SMART goals for myself. One of them being bolusing before every meal, every time. Now, I wouldn't say it was every time, but it was most of the time I was able to achieve that. I will admit I was not the best about taking my insulin before my meals. And now it's something I do without even thinking about it because I made sure it was specific. It was bolusing insulin before every meal. So it was time bound. It's relevant to me because it's about my diabetes, which I live with every day. And it felt achievable because it was something I needed to do for my health. That's just one example. And you can be even more specific with those. Another one of my goals for my health is to exercise for 45 minutes, four to five days per week. And I also accomplish that as well. Shout out to my fitness sponsors while I train for Miss America, Quad City Performance. Love them. And another one that I also completed last year and will carry on into this year is trying new recipes at least once per week. Now that fits the criteria for SMART goals, but how can you actually build them into habits? Now, if you have read Atomic Habits by James Clear, then you will know exactly what I'm speaking about in just a moment. I learned so much in college when I read this book, and it is so helpful in not only achieving your goals, but making healthy habits in your life that can truly transform you. Now, I definitely recommend reading the whole book, but I'll give you a few tidbits. It's important when building habits to make them obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. Making them obvious. Design your environment to make the desired habitual cues very obvious. So for example, with exercise, I might put my tennis shoes right by my door, or I might put my tennis shoes in my backpack when I'm out and about, so then they're already there and they're in front of my face. Making them attractive. Elevating your dopamine during that specific activity. Now exercise makes that a little easier because it already raises your dopamine levels, but maybe you are doing something that's not as ideal, finding a way to make it more enjoyable and attractive. Making it easy, decreasing the steps to get there, and also priming your environment before. Another example of having your tennis shoes by the door or packing your gym clothes the night before and putting them in your book bag before you go to work. Also, making them satisfying. Reward those positive actions when you do them and find ways to feel successful immediately. 
Those are all ways that you can accomplish your goals. Now, I shared a few of mine with my diabetes and my health, but I do have more goals that are broad that I want to share with you. They don't necessarily fit the criteria, so bear with me. My next goal is to be consistent. Posting one podcast episode every other week, I accomplish this for the most part in 2023. With my Miss America preparation, doing something small every single day, whether it's practicing my walking for the modeling phases, practicing speaking like I am right now with this podcast for the interview, doing service work, trying to do something every day, and of course, prioritizing rest as that goes into preparation. Number three is another goal from last year, continuing to expand. I'm always looking to expand my reach. I was grateful to have that opportunity last year, and I know I can lead the way on that front as well. Number four is a new one, and that's to continue dreaming. It sounds so cheesy, trust me, but this year I really learned that you should never give up on your dreams because you never know when they'll come true. Last year, I was first runner-up to Miss Iowa, a dream of mine for the past 14 years, and I almost wanted to give up. I was so close that I could nearly feel it, and I thought I could never get that close again. They didn't want someone like me. They didn't want someone with diabetes. They weren't ready for that. I knew that I had worked way too hard to give up. I went back this year and accomplished that dream, and now as I prepare for Miss America, even if I don't win, that dream still lives in my heart, and I know I'll be able to represent so many people on that stage who thought, their dreams were too late, or that they could never accomplish something like that. So reminding myself that the power of dreaming and visualizing and manifesting is so important and to never give up on that. And with that, I want to wish you a safe and wonderful new year, setting your own goals, reflecting on all the things that made this year great, challenging, and joyful. Take time to rest, spend time with family and loved ones, And I'll see you next year. Until next time.